0: I know where we are
1: mm-hmm.
0: but I have to get our message to them so they could be aware of the need uh, in our community to help food pantries and
1: and people I around can the world see frankly you. Mm-hmm. I can see me I'll be the eyes so that I just can be This is
2: another episode of a special series called Enough for All of the podcast Walk, Talk, Listen. This series sheds light on 75 years of an NGO called CWS. My name is Moody's Bloom and I welcome you to another episode of
1: Walk, Talk, Listen.
2: Uh, Good day, everybody. This is another episode of the podcast about Church World Service. And as usual, I have, you know, a great uh, guest, a person that uh, is still doing a lot for uh,
0: Church World Service, but he will introduce himself. Marty. Thank you, Maurice. My name is Marty Caltramiro. I'm the social media coordinator for the Hunger Walkathon West Crop Walk. That's in the Oak Park, Illinois area. Uh, about ten miles from Chicago, I've been involved in the Hunger Walk for about ten years, and I was first brought on to help with their website because the person who had designed it uh, and volunteered for it was no longer to be able to do it. So, a friend of mine on the team asked if I could do it, and uh, I, I thought it was a challenge for me at the time, and I took on that that role, and in so doing. I've learned so much more about uh, church world service and what they do along with the crop hunger walks that are around the United States.
2: And, and Marty, you were saying 10 years you are now with uh, involved with the crop hunger walk. Um,
0: Was 10 years ago also the first time that you had heard about
2: uh, church world service?
0: Yes. Up until that time, I was unaware of church world service. And when I got on the team and I met the Church World Service coordinator Mm -hmm. uh, in our region and got to learn more about uh, what Church World Service does and the fact that the walk uh, raises money and 75% of that goes to Church World Service and the work that they do uh, around the world. Mm -hmm. And as I learned more, uh, I became to understand how important the work that is being done by the church wall service is and uh, a lot of times people will say well you're only giving 25 percent to the local food pantries etc but when you learn about what is done worldwide i find it very rewarding and i'm i'm happy that uh they do what they do and i'm i'm happy uh for the crop walks that we do to help people yeah and and, you
2: know we're extremely uh, grateful for everything you do with with the crop hunger walk team i would like to have one more question about church world service in you know, 10 years ago um so you did you hear about the crop hunger walk or did you hear about church world service or both 10
0: years ago well when i came on board i have just been aware of the hunger walk i mm-hmm. didn't understand the structure of it yeah and i sat in on the uh, leadership meetings mm-hmm. because i was charged charged with doing the website so i wanted to understand the whole dynamic Mm -hmm. of the crop walk from inception to uh the actual walk itself Mm -hmm. and as i did that i heard more and more about the work of church world service and and maurice what i like so much over the years we've had uh some staff members from church world service for example margot i think was from haiti
1: Mm -hmm, And she came
0: to talk to our uh, recipient agencies. Those are the people that we raise money for Mm -hmm. talking about what she does in Haiti and showing us the building that she's helping rebuild because of the hurricane, et cetera. So that's a lot of hands-on that people do around the world that I'm not sure gets the credit or the the wide recognition of of how uh, they do so many good things for people which is part of the hunger walk itself Mm -hmm. yeah
2: no and and a couple of years ago i I was also privileged to to meet some of the local uh, agencies that you support through your Crop hunger walk as well so so maybe we can talk a little bit about that later what i would like to ask first to you um marty is um, so you know, slowly you learned more about the work of of, of church world service, and and um, you were expressing your uh, appreciation of it. Um, what do you like most about
0: the work of church world service? I think uh, what I find is the uh, the people that I've met and the dedication that they have to the work that they're doing, uh, whether it be. Uh, the Crop Hunger Walk, of which there are many managers that I've met. And uh, I was fortunate enough, uh, I think we were invited to an annual meeting uh, in Chicago because we, we are so close to Chicago one mm-hmm. evening. And we met a lot of the uh, the board members, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And I think the one thing I came away with is how enthusiastic everyone was for what they were doing and, and what they were about so it speaks volumes when when you're with them in a social setting and in not mm-hmm. a formal uh, conference setting etc to see them as people and that they are dedicated to what they're doing and it comes through so mm-hmm. it was very uh, enlightening for me personally
2: Yeah, it was during. I know. I remember that when when we had we had a social gathering during one of the board meetings that's being held in Chicago, and that's where yes. you met some of the board and some of the staff, right? Um, th- you know, you 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 mentioned you started, um, uh, you know, working for the Crop Hunger Walk or volunteering for the Crop Hunger Walk, being responsible for the website. Um, but I think you you know. 10 years later, you're doing much more than that. So so can you tell a little bit what
0: you exactly are doing for uh, your crop hunger walk? Certainly. Well, in one of, in the first year of the meetings, uh, we were talking about how to get the word out. How do we tell people in our community what we're about and what the crop walk is about? And basically it was through faith-based uh, churches in our area that participated in the crop walk. But beyond that, there was no real mechanism uh, to do that. And somebody said, why don't we use Facebook for that? And I said, well, Mm -hmm. Facebook, I've heard of it, I've dabbled in it, but I really Mm -hmm. don't know how you would use it in the sense of what we want to accomplish, which is to inform more people uh, about the crop walk. And just coincidentally, I got a local catalog from a local college that was offering a certificate in social media and they were covering Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Well, I'm not sure Instagram was around 10 years ago, but uh, mm-hmm. at any rate I said, let me let me learn more because I don't know how to use it. And so I took the course and uh, it was enlightening for me and I opened a Twitter account and I started understanding how to use social media more to get the word out. and. I was a firm believer that we have to go where the people are. We can't expect them to know who we are or come to us necessarily. And so I started doing Facebook posts and tweets and uh, then Instagram came in the picture. And as a matter of fact, this past year, I took a refresher course at the college just to learn more about Instagram because it really has exploded as a, a platform for disseminating information mm-hmm. so uh, I, it's much more beyond the website which I redesigned mm-hmm. this last year to make it more modern and uh, I do believe in uh, trying to let people know on all different platforms because I don't know where they are I know where we are <laughs> mm-hmm. but I have to get our message to them so they could be aware of the need uh, in our community to help food pantries and and people around the world, frankly.
1: Marty, mm-hmm. so,
2: you tell a little bit about what is your own background? How did your interest in, you know, uh, websites, video, um, et cetera,
0: develop? Was that well, due to your work or, or uh, no? Uh, always a hobby? always a hobby my first job as a teenager Mm -hmm. uh and my first paycheck that i got i went over to a stand that sold cameras and i put down a deposit to buy a brownie hawkeye camera and Mm -hmm. i was about uh, 15 or 16 years old and i've always been interested in video uh so i call myself a videographer because i like doing that Mm -hmm. mostly for my family but i like to do it for the crop walk as well, because mm-hmm. uh, I think pictures tell a thousand words, and video tells you even more. Mm-hmm. And so it was always a personal hobby. Uh, but one of the things Maurice, I like to say about myself, is uh, I have the ability to unscrew my head and screw it back on again, because mm-hmm. things change, and you can't be just stuck in the way you were when you were a teenager in your twenties, thirties, etc. And I always like to. To, to know that there's other things out there that are happening, and I want to be in tune with that and learn about the way society is working, which is very dramatic these past few years.
2: That's cool. And so, but, but what what was your own original profession then, uh, oh, Martin? Uh, yeah,
0: I've had uh, a variety of jobs. I worked on, well, I'm originally from New York. I grew okay. up in Brooke, Brooklyn, New York. And okay. my first job was on, uh, as a worked for Chase Manhattan Bank. Mm-hmm. And then went into the brokerage business. Uh, I was in the teletype area. And so I would send back order buy orders and sell orders around the country and around the world. And when I left that, I went into sales and I was in telex sales, which is now a dinosaur. Mm-hmm. But uh and then from there, when that died because of facsimile, I went into uh administrative assistant work. Mm-hmm. I worked for a couple of CEOs and so that's where the unscrew your head, screw your head back on part comes in. Mm-hmm. Because I, I I took the same proactive role in doing the best job I could in whatever industry I was in. And then I worked for a chairman of a, of a fortune 500 company for about seven years as a personal assistant. So although I went to the company, I took care of his homes and cars. And so that was a very interesting time and uh, things change.
1: uh,
0: Now I'm retired, which I highly recommend by the way. And uh, but even in that role of retirement, I'm still learning, and I still want to learn, uh, because it's a wonderful world out there, and I want to be part of it.
2: So, so if I understand you correctly, you know, in terms of um, involvement and in your knowledge. About hunger and you know uh poverty within the u s outside of the u s that that that's something that came of the last uh ten years, not because of the work before,
0: well, not for the work before, but it's always I was always contributing hmm. as part of my yearly giving to uh, the chicago food depository mm-hmm. okay so I always believed in in that issue of hunger that no one should be going hungry there's no mm-hmm. excuse for that mm-hmm. and so when I was told about the crop hunger walk that resonated with me uh and the more i learned the more i realized how how important the work that uh, the crop hunger walks do uh around the the country okay thanks um you know for for the for the listeners
2: now i'm I'm showing you now a, a, a book um and that book was made uh when Church World Service is celebrating its 50-year uh anniversary. And the title of that book was Fifty Years of Help and Hope. Mm-hmm. Now, my question to you is: you know, if if you would have been asked to make a book, uh, come up with the title of a book for 75 years anniversary of Church World Service, what are some of the
0: keywords that you, you know, would suggest? Uh well, I think my favorite keyword. Uh, Maurice is a hashtag, which I think I designed or came up with. I don't know if it's original or not. Mm-hmm. And that's passion for compassion. Mm. And it's one that resonates with me personally. I believe in that because I am passionate about helping raise money for people who are hungry mm. and have a compassion for uh, people. And especially in, in re- as it relates to CWS, in the work they've done for immigrants and uh, Mm -hmm. helping that whole community, which is devastated uh, after the last election before last. And and I think what I understood Church World Service to do in terms of helping immigrants and actually helping the US government uh, to uh, interview immigrants to come into the United States and was doing that on a regular basis And then, as we unfortunately know, the the whole immigration thing blew up. And uh, but and yet, throughout what I've read and see is that Church World Service is still doing that advocacy, and uh, and and I think that's one a wonderful thing that mm-hmm. uh, Church World Service does.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Th- yeah. Thank you. No. And in, and in, indeed, I mean, it's. Um... Uh, yeah, we are, we are now in in the process of um, doing more than yes. than uh, we were able to do in the last uh, four years. So that's something that's definitely positive and um, something very much ne needed. Um, Marty, if you know, if I'm asked to explain kind of the journey of Church World Service. Um, I often explain it in terms of, you know, in 1946, it was established by a number of different churches, Protestant, Anglican, and Orthodox. And they came together uh, because they thought uh, that they could do more together than alone, um, try to work ecumenically. Um, Over the years, um, it has evolved into, uh, from a US organization into a more global organization that that works interfaith if you if you hear me say that um you know on the basis of your experience within your own community but also what you have read about church service and the you know the 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 meetings that you've had with staff do you think that's a good description that i'm giving or would you disagree with me and for both you know i either if you agree explain why and if you disagree also explain to me why you think it's, uh, you know, I should describe it differently.
0: Well, Maurice, I do believe that what you described is accurate. And I see that within the hunger walk here in our community, because there are so many different denomination of churches that come together for the walk and raise money for the hungry. And there's no, and and it's done together without any uh, disagreement about their particular way of believing in uh in their faith and so Mm -hmm. it's almost like it is one church Mm -hmm. the church of humanity and not saying well i'm a lutheran or a catholic or etc there's none of that which Mm -hmm. i find very rewarding because this is all about people and i think as to your question I think that's what represents church world service too in that you have all these different denominations uh, working together for one common goal.
2: Right. And and can you um remind me so so uh, are there also non-churches involved, in you know, all the type of communities or um uh other faiths, you know, non-Christian faith involved in, in, the,
0: in your Crop Hunger Walk or, or not? Uh, they are not. We've, we've tried to solicit that, but it mm-hmm. hasn't been successful. Okay. But we've also had businesses because we, we focus on trying to get business to donate uh, for two reasons. One is to help us with um, collateral material that it, it, we spend uh, to run the Crop Walk even though we want every penny to go to the the hungry and some businesses have stepped up where one company, for example, said, well, we only uh, help one charity a year. Mm -hmm. And after the first year, they helped us the second year. And then the third year. Mm -hmm. So I think that speaks to what's being done by the hunger walk, by church world service. The fact that this corporation which wanted to spread their, their money around uh, resonated in coming to help us for Mm. three years in a row. So that's great. So it's not a lot of big businesses, but Mm -hmm. they're consistent. And whether they give $250 a year or 500, some give a thousand. And uh, as I mentioned, our mutual person, we know Doug Wyman, Mm -hmm. uh, who is 93 years old, uh, last year got a, a, Foundation to give ten thousand
1: dollars wow
0: so uh it, it's very rewarding
1: Maurice. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah
0: and 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 for people who haven't
2: seen it um you know you you're very active with podcasts and youtube you know videos so yes uh, i will make sure that i will put it in the in the podcast notes as well um but maybe you can mention it so that they can see also the interviews that you have done with the different uh, crop Hunger Walk coordinators, walkers. Uh, I really think it's, yeah, it's great what you do and, and you know, giving a face to all people that are related
0: with your local uh, hunger walk. Yes, so the simplest is hwwcrop.org. That's our website. And on mm-hmm. there, there are links to our YouTube channel, uh, a podcast link mm-hmm. that you speak of and uh and so from that that one platform you can get to our instagram page and twitter etc right from the website
2: can you tell a little bit about you know the the local agencies or the local causes that are supported by the Krop Hunger Walk in, in your uh, area
0: Yes, we have uh, 10 agencies that we Mm -hmm. uh, walk for to raise money for. Uh, One is right around the corner from here, the Oak Park River Forest Food Pantry, Mm -hmm. which is now called Beyond Hunger, uh, because they believe in doing more than just providing the food. Mm -hmm. They have nutritionists on staff, et cetera, to help people not only get the food, but how to cook it how to make it. Mm -hmm. So uh, they're very large organization. And uh, then we have a small one that's run by the city government of Forest Park. It's a very small food pantry Mm -hmm. and they get their help from volunteers from within the city. And for example, at the Thanksgiving time, the fire department helps box up turkeys and Mm -hmm. deliver them to people who can't come in to get them. And so, it's a variety of uh, food pantry sizes, and depending on the neighborhood they're in, uh, they struggle to get money and that's what why we're happy to help
2: and and in terms of of poverty and hunger because um, I remember you know the the year that i visited uh your area um the different food pantries that i uh, visited were really worried they saw an increase in people uh, you know visiting and and needing the, the the food pantries and an increase if i remember well in terms of um mothers with with children
0: um so yeah what are you seeing at the moment well, the uh, agencies are reporting because we had a, a Zoom mm-hmm. meeting with them mm-hmm. uh several months ago, right uh, when the pandemic started. And they're seeing they were saying they're seeing double and triple the number of people coming in uh wow. for food. That yeah. it, it's uh, what I called on my one of my podcasts the tsunami of need that just inundated them. They weren't prepared for it. Uh, I don't think anybody in our country was prepared for it. But, you know, in one way to me, because for all these years we've been talking about what hunger is locally, and mm-hmm. I don't think people appreciated it until it hit them and the way it, hit, it has hit everybody in our country, that they understand more now why the food pantries are so important to help people in a time of need. Mm-hmm. And so, In a sense, it's easier for us to talk about what we're raising money for. Uh, I hate to use money numbers, Maurice, but last year, at the start of the pandemic, which was in March, and our walk is in the first Sunday of May every Mm -hmm. year, uh, we had to switch to a virtual walk. And I guess amongst us, we said, well, this is upset how we do things. And we don't know how much money we could actually raise, given what's happened. And when the final numbers came in, it was the most amount of money we've ever raised in the 37 years that we have been doing this. Raised $100,000. And we were all blown away by it, except for Doug Wyman, Mm -hmm. because he told us about five, six years ago, our goal should be $100,000. And we all thought it couldn't be reached. Mm. And now uh, we have to say, you're right, Doug. <laughs> it can be done because it, it was such an outpouring of of people having a passion for compassion, as I call it. Yeah. And donated money. So wow. it couldn't be more more fulfilling. Yeah. And he Duck is your number one, right? Fundraiser in Yes, the area. And, and actually he's number three in the United States in online fundraising. Incredible. So it, he is. Yeah. I, I just did a video of him on his five steps of how. He goes about raising money and I just mm-hmm. put it on a, our YouTube channel and mm-hmm. he goes over step by step what he does every year. and
2: Yeah, so. I, I, I've seen it, so I, I really advise people to to check out that particular video, and but any of your videos are really
1: uh, are great. Thank you.
2: Marty, if you have to name um, one of your fellow Kroponga walkers or one of your partners local or, you know, within uh, the world um, or CWS staff member, uh, anybody who is involved with the Kroponga walk and church world service, but name one person. Yeah, a person who best embodies what
0: what we together do is is about who will you name and why. Uh. To that question Maurice is uh, circling around my head was mm-hmm. we're three people, but I only have to choose one, so <laughs> yeah. I have to fall back to uh doug Wyman mm. uh, at age ninety three I look up to i mean i'm mm-hmm. seventy eight and he's my he's the person I look up to he's my hero for doing what he does year after year uh and without anybody really asking him to do it he he knows the need and so he's my inspiration, and you know, second and third are people our our local c w s uh, liaison uh, has been extremely helpful and one of our food pantries the beyond hunger the the person who runs that is just phenomenal in the, what do you what have she the, does. do you have their names with you or or oh yes uh, well, John scogan at okay. church world service mm-hmm. and uh Beyond Hunger is, uh, wow, her name is escaping me at the moment, but uh, she does a phenomenal job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you
2: remember how many years Duck is already involved with the Crop Hunger Walk? I think
0: uh, about this, yeah, around nine or 10 years. 10 years also. He started okay. as a crossing guard. Mm hmm. And, uh, then he got more involved in on the planning committee and mm-hmm. he, he I did a podcast of him about six years ago mm-hmm. and he talked how the first year he did x amount of dollars and and set the goal and then he doubled it and he doubled it
1: mm-hmm.
0: now he's uh, at a point of number three in the United States so unbelievable.
2: but you yeah. know when he started, he was still young, right eighteen yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, so much Good. respect for everybody that is involved with our Kraponga Walks. It's pretty, pretty amazing. Any any anecdote or experience or memory that you would like to share with our listeners in, you know, in the 10 years that you,
1: um, you know, worked um, on on, on the, yeah, in, as part of the Kraponga Walk?
0: Uh, I guess the one that comes to mind is uh, our team member, Tom Holmes. Mm -hmm. He's a retired Lutheran pastor and he has a a physical condition that it requires him to use a walker Mm. and he's part of our business committee. And so when we first started this, he, he used a cane and now he's using a walker. Mm. And I think two years ago, I did a video of him walking around Forest Park, where he lives, going into businesses to ask them to support the Crop Hunger Walk. And so that that's even though he speaks, uh, his speech is compromised because of the condition he has, Mm -hmm. uh, and his feet are compromised because of the condition he has. His mind and his heart are not compromised, Mm. and he does. The work he does so there's a whole bunch of people on the team that just inspire me uh every every Mm -hmm. time we get together and every year that we have a walk incredible yes Hmm. we're very lucky
1: yeah Uh,
2: marty you know um and i'm i'm it it's great um that you know we have people like dark we have people like you you know supporting you know this this important work um uh, but as as churchful service as a whole, but I also think your your walk we you know we try to engage the younger audience as well, and there we see um yeah we are facing uh, quite some challenges how is that with with your walk um are you able to you know, to engage a younger audience as well? And, yeah, explain a little bit or, or share a little bit about how
0: that is going. That That's an ongoing issue that we speak about every year. How do we get young people involved? Uh, when I did the podcast several years ago, I specifically interviewed uh, three children. One was 10 years mm-hmm. old and I think mm-hmm. 12 and 16. And... Uh, At one point, we had a school, a teacher who brought her class to the crop walks, and then she retired. And so I think it's an ongoing issue. And I just uh, spoke to the person on our team that's going to work with youth this year. Hmm. And so I guess it's difficult because you need to be where they are. And so if I walked into a school, I don't think, and said, I want to speak to young people. Mm -hmm. I don't think in today's environment that would be Mm well-received. So uh, we look toward the youth uh, pastors and the various faiths uh, churches here to try and engage them, but Maurice, it really hasn't been successful, Mm -hmm. and I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, Again, I tried to use uh, social media Mm -hmm. with the hopes that uh, they would be involved and uh, I guess I'm not doing a good job at it just yet, mm-hmm. but I did talk to somebody yesterday about uh, the youth involvement, and I I came up with a a, a hashtag for youth this mm. morning, and it's H W W W Kids Care, mm. and hope to use that hashtag uh, throughout the campaign and see if that resonates with any Mm. with any young people. In Church World Service,
2: we have had in the last uh, number of years, a lot of discussions about, you know, the brand as a whole, right? And especially how can you ensure, um, you know, attracting a younger audience? Uh, So there are many aspects, if you talk about the brand, uh, but one of the the aspects is the name of the organization, because especially what we have found is that, um, you know, the word church for the younger generation often seems to be an obstacle in in joining. Um, So my my question to you is, you know, if if you would uh, hear from a a church world service that that uh, organization decided to change its name into something else, um, what would be the reaction from you and, and your crop hunger walk? Do you think?
0: Uh, I, I, I guess my initial reaction, Maurice, is mm-hmm. I don't think you should do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, just like, you know, it's it's a crop hunger walk, mm-hmm. and I think in today's vernacular, I've been saying for years, it should be a march, because mm-hmm. it, it's an advocacy position. Mm-hmm and so we've evolved from a walk to a march Mm -hmm. in my mind Mm -hmm. but you know we say crop hunger walk there's a whole story you have to give about what crop means Mm -hmm. and it's a legacy word that should be we should be prideful of of how it all started Mm
1: -hmm. back
0: over 50 years ago 51 52 years ago but uh I'm not sure that I could say I would like to see Church World Service take the word "church" out of their their name. Mm-hmm. So I have to disagree with what I can come up with.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and how do you think the the rest of the, of of the
0: walk uh, participants would react to that? Uh, a, a variety of ways because there are young mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mentioned Tom Holmes on our team is also uh, on the business committee, but is also a reporter for a local mm-hmm. newspaper. And he wrote an article called Nuns, mm-hmm. N-O-N-E-S. Yeah. About how the amount of people going to church, et cetera, have declined,
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: that they still feel and see spirituality within uh, how they feel about People mm-hmm. in the world, but they don't necessarily see the physical structure of a church resonating with them uh, the way it has from its inception,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which is we didn't have social media, we didn't have uh all the electronics that we have now to keep us connected.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so the physical location of a church was paramount for community. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I think from what I've seen, they're all struggling in terms of. Membership, but the fact is that what they do is still very important, and uh, so I think we have to address it. We have to understand it. Mm-hmm. But so again, I'm I'm conflicted about whether mm-hmm. the word church should be uh, removed. A lot of different
2: uh, opinions about that. So, so, and and again, you know, change of the name is just one aspect of the brand. You know, um there are many aspects to to the brand from that's colors and the language
0: it. that you use. Yeah, that's why I wanted to change it to March instead yeah, of March. yeah. So
2: that that, that's effect. a very interesting suggestion, and it's. um I think it's deep to where the you come people, people yeah, today. Yeah, 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 yes, I I uh, I I tend to agree there. Marty, um, a a question that I uh, almost always ask uh, my guests as well um, is if you would be asked to come up with a song or a piece of music that uh, represents Churchfield Service and its work, what what song would you uh, come
0: up with? Well, Maurice, I must confess, because I listen to your podcast, I do know that sooner or later you ask that question. And I thought about that the other day (laughs) after listening to your podcast and the one song that came to mind is what the world needs now by jackie DeShannon. it's uh what the world needs now is love sweet love and i won't try and sing it because i can't but that to me represents what church world service does hmm. so take okay. a
1: listen
2: yeah no no i i i think i know the song so so um uh... I'm bad with titles, but I, I think I know the song. And, and um, so, well, you know what what I uh, did with the podcast Walk, Talk, Listen is I came up with a Spotify um, um, song list. So all the songs that are mentioned by my guests, they have they I put them all together. And um, yeah. I'm I'm planning to do the same with CWS 75 year. Uh, oh, great. Yeah, I did try song list as well. It.
0: I did try and find it, and I couldn't say so. oh
2: it, it, in Spotify, it's uh the song hmm. list um is uh, hashtag walk talk, listen ah yeah, okay, Thank and you. then you yeah, it's it's very eclectic list of of songs, so well, some people have so, rock so, songs and others are so a are classical your guests, so yes yes <laughs> absolutely yes yes yeah um no and 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 that's what I try to do to show you know, a wide range of different people from different parts of the world. But I think you, you uh, at the same time, you see a lot of commonalities. Uh, people are closer than you think they are, uh, you know, um, when you really
0: listen closely to uh, what they say. So um, Well, that's what I to enjoy do. about your podcast, is that whether they come from a faith-based uh, background or... Or not whether a secular belief that mm-hmm. there's all one thing in common is that they all believe in the good mm-hmm. and one of the things i a meme uh I use matter of fact on doug's video is called that I got from church world services uh be the good mm-hmm. uh, and and i I really believe that be the good in this world and mm-hmm. and that's what it's all about so uh yeah
1: no i i i
2: agree i agree um marty we are slowly coming to the end of our conversation today and I'm, I'm uh yeah just it's always so nice to hear from you and 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 uh about your enthusiasm and and um yeah it's 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 uh it's so great for our organization that you know there are people like you who, who I I think you know breathe church world service and and uh, are busy with with trying to uh, help other people almost day and night. So that's incredible. So many things for everything you do um, and, and and you have done and who you are. Yeah. Any any
0: message or any wish from your side? Uh, I guess the message would be to continue. The work that you do and uh, and that I know that everyone at Church World Service has a hashtag passion for compassion. And that's what you show in all the work that you do, whether it's mm-hmm. building a house in Haiti or helping immigrants navigate coming to this country uh, to helping the hungry. So many facets. And I wish you continued success because... I think you've been successful.
2: Great, thank you so much, Marty, for for uh, yeah your your willingness to speak with me today. And um, I, I think your your walk is is spring or fall. Spring May. Spring. May okay. May second this uh-huh. year. So that's still coming up. Yes, it is. Um, I assume it will be virtual again
0: because yes, we are not is. there yet. Yeah, correct. Correct. Uh, um, and we. We just had a team captain's meeting Saturday to give mm-hmm. them material and we're having a zoom tomorrow with them to talk about how they could do walks around their neighborhoods mm-hmm. and still, uh, you know, we have little signs and things like that. That's why I did these t-shirts several mm-hmm. years ago, because at that time there was three, 400 people walking in our community. And
1: mm-hmm.
0: prior to the shirts, nobody really knew what we were doing out there. <laughs> It's just a bunch of people walking. Yeah, yeah. And so we want I wanted to just give it an identity and I recommended this. And so we did it for about three years and it, it made a difference. So yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Beautiful shirts. Um what I forgot to ask you is is, you know, because you were alluding to the pandemic uh, before and how it did affected probably the number of people that needed support um locally. Uh, how is your 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 um yeah your crop hunger war community how did they how how did they go through this pandemic? how are they doing uh
0: they're doing like the rest of us the, m- most of the churches uh, have virtual meetings mm-hmm. uh over zoom or youtube or uh and I think one of the differences I heard was that some of their parishioners who moved out of the states now join them on Sundays. Because it could be done virtually, and so they're getting a few more members that mm. lost because of the physical location so that's uh that's one thing, and the other part is that they've all stepped up to help, even though it's double and triple uh, and you know we're happy to help too matter of fact, we just got a grant from a local community foundation that gave us fifteen thousand dollars to help because wow. of the pandemic mm. so we're very fortunate for that as well. Okay, Marty. Um keep doing what you do. Th- thanks a lot.
2: Say please say hi to um oh I that's so bad. With Joanne.
0: Names. Yeah, Joanne. I stayed at
2: their place.
0: Yes, Joanne Despotis. Yeah. 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 She um, pushed us over the 100000 dollars by the way. She great. We're at ninety-four or six or seven and She and her husband just called around and got us over the mark. So
2: Okay, continue to stay safe. And, um, again, thanks for everything you do. And, um, yeah, until next time. And, and, uh, yeah, I will continue to to follow
0: your podcast. So thank thank you so much. Thank you, Maurice. Have a great day. You too.
2: This conversation with Marty was recorded before the Crop Hunger Walk of 2021. They raised 134,000 as a virtual walk, ranking them the fifth out of close to 700 walks in 2021. This year, they are about at 120,000. And they expect to report their final figures before the month of July of this year. It's absolutely incredible. And if you do happen to live in the United States and are inspired by what Marty is doing and many others um, in this country, please go to... Crophungerwalk.org, you know, and I'm pretty sure there is a Crop Hunger Walk close in the town, village, or city where you live. Take care.
1: Do you see you? Do you see me? Will you be the eyes so that we all can be?
2: Thank you for listening to walk, talk, listen. Please check us out on 100mile.org or follow us on Facebook or Instagram. And if you want to know more about Churchfold Service, please go to cwsglobal.org.